What's up, y'all? Welcome to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte. You know we up in this thing. We're back with another episode. Today's episode is honestly a big ass advice column. So I had all of you guys send in your best advice for dancers, artists, creatives. Um, So I'll be sharing these and giving up some of my own advice as well. So I figure, you know, we all have something that we can learn from each other. We all have different experiences to draw upon. So I thought this would be a great way to share everything. Uh, Before we get started, I want to give a major shout out. You guys know I'm rocking with Slate Milk now. I'm an ambassador, okay, period. Uh, Slate Milk for all of my protein needs. You know, I'm trying to stay up on my 130 grams of protein every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it makes it real easy when it comes in a convenient can that's sustainable, baby. Let's just throw that in there right now. I'm not littering up the world. Uh, 20 grams of protein, 100 calories, zero sugar. It checks off all of my protein needs, swear. And uh, clean ingredients, sustainable, like I said, and checkable. I'm heading to class right after this. So, you know, I got my French vanilla one already to go. Um, If you guys want to try it out, you guys can use my code for 10% off. So you head over to slatemilk.com, use code latte dot at checkout. If you want to try it out, they have some really awesome flavors. Mine, my favorite flavor is French vanilla. Okay. Um, But yeah, So let's go ahead and jump into it and we'll get started with the first advice that I got. So this is from Cora. Shout out Cora. Thank you. She said, trends come and go, but technique never dies. Um, I heavily agree because especially in nowadays, like we've got TikTok and reels and all of these like trending things that people want to hop on. And you can tell a trained dancer from a TikTok or an IG dancer just straight away. Um, I do think it's important to know the trends because obviously they're trends for a reason. You got to stick with the times. You can't just be resistant to, you know, the world around us. Um, But it's so important to have that foundation and that technique backing it because it shows. If you get a bunch of TikTok dancers in a room with an actual choreographer, they're going to crumble, baby. Okay, they're used to this square box that they have to stay in and you got to travel, you got to use technique, you got to spot, spatial awareness, all of that. And it really does come with technique. So thank you, Cora. I I agree with you, girl. Uh, Monet says, figure out your why early and make sure it's strong. It'll keep you from quitting later on. You guys know how I feel about having a why. It's going to keep you going. Like things are going to start to get really tough on your journey, whatever your journey may be. It's going to get tough. It's never just easy, okay? And if you're going after something for the wrong reasons, if you're going after something and you're not sure why, if you're going after something and it's something that isn't true to what you stand by, it's going to be really easy to wake up and just be like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to class. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go collab. I don't want to choreograph. None of that because you're not, you're not, the the goal is not resonating with you because it's not something you truly want to do. So it's really important to find and establish that why you're doing something so that when times get rough, because they will get rough, um, and you wake up and you're just lacking that motivation to do whatever it is you need to do, gym, class, choreo, freestyle, technique, whatever, you can talk to yourself and be like, no, we want to do this for this reason. It's very important to me. I know the, the the side of me that, you know, wants to lay in bed right now is important, but the side of me that wants this because of this is even more important. So establish your why, write it. I have mine written on my mirror. That That's serious, okay? It's on my phone. It's in my phone notes, okay? So make sure you establish that and you remind yourself every single day, Every single day, that's going to be your your self-made motivation because you guys already know I, I motivation's fake. It's not real, okay? Uh, good. Thank you, Monet. So B says, give yourself grace through it all. Life, dance, all of it. Oh, my God. Yes, because we get so stuck in just pushing and pushing and pushing towards the goal and 
you're gonna have your days you're gonna have your days where you give up you're gonna have your days where you stumble and fall you're gonna have your days where you're not perfect you're gonna have your days where you're on point and that's great and everything's cute and glorious but you're gonna have your days where everything's just falling apart and you have to understand that you are human you are not superhuman and that's okay it's totally fine to have those days those days are so important too and it's just it's a great practice to give yourself that grace when you give yourself that grace then you understand how to give other people grace too um it's important to give other people grace too we're all humans we're all experiencing this um you know life every single day and so you just it, it, even out like she like b says it, outside of dance inside of dance your parents give your parents grace give your siblings your your teachers your give your boss grace like i know it's hard I know it's hard to give your boss grace, give them grace. Um, you know, someone who's taking too line too long in front of you at the grocery store, just give people grace. You don't know what people are going through. You're also going through a lot. Capitalism is going on right now is hard for everybody. So just, just make sure you practice that for yourself and for others. Thank you. B. Uh, Duchess of Neptune says, Play music and allow your body to lead you. No choreography. Get comfy with yourself and your body first. Oh, I love this. When I first started getting back into dancing in like 20, what was that, you guys? 2015? I can't remember. Um, it's just like a rhythm thing. For me personally, it's a rhythm thing. Like we take all these freaking classes. We don't have no rhythm. We can't just dance and like experience the music and find our own musicality and find what kind of things look good on us or what kind of things feel good on us rather. Not even look good, just feel good. What kind of things, what kind of movements do we like to do? You know what I'm saying? How we like to express ourselves. We just hop into these classes and just try to copy paste everything that we're learning. And it's so important to just have a relationship with the music, have a relationship with what moves you, have a relationship with your own movement. Um, I really am, I feel like as I get older, I understand this just more and more and more, like forget trying to just, you know, like I said, copy and paste, like before choreography, like find your own pocket, find your own movement, find your own rhythm and your flow. So just like turn on music, don't put no cameras on and just dance. Don't worry about like freestyling. Don't worry about what it looks like. Don't worry about anything. Worry about what it feels like. Worry about what it feels like. I like that one. Thank you, Duchess of Neptune. Seji says, be a dancer first before being a choreographer. Um, and I think this relates to the last um, piece of, ad of advice that we got from the Duchess this is so important. Um, I think uh, so. I'm going to speak as a choreographer. Um, as a choreographer, it's not like easy. Like it's not like we put a lot of thought and we put a lot of time into movement, or at least I do. And I know a lot of other people do, too. And you like I said, you need to have that strong relationship with what makes your movement you you can't just like come up with stuff that doesn't resonate with you you can't just come up with stuff that I mean you can you could do whatever you want I don't care but it's like so much more like authentic and like true to yourself as an artist you know because when you're a choreographer that's what you are you're an artist um when you have that relationship with your movement and the type of rhythms and flows and textures that you like to create and the pictures that you like to create and the stories that you like to tell um, before you just string stuff together. And I think that requires you dancing first. I think that requires you moving first and being a mover first before you just jump in and choreograph. And, um, and this is talking about choreography. This is not even talking about teaching. That's like a separate thing on its own thing. I'm talking about like the art of choreography. Um, you should have a like your choreography is a language. You know what I mean? And you got to be able to practice those sentences and those words first before putting things together. It's like painting. I mean, you have to know how to use it. A paintbrush you know you need to know how to blend colors together so you can create a huge picture and I think choreography is the same way 
Um, there's a lot of people that teach and choreograph now. That's fine. That's their journey. But um, for me personally, I I do agree with Saji. Like I know that as I've become a better dancer, I also have become a better choreographer. And I've noticed like back in the day when I was dancing, uh, this is like pre-COVID. I'm talking about pre-COVID dancing was a different just era of my life. And it translated into the choreography that I was doing. And then now post COVID and post like refinding my like groove and like who I am as a, as a coach and a choreographer and like a dancer and what I'm like striving for, like my choreography has changed so much. It's still me. It's definitely still me. Like, um, I'm thinking of like my contemporary, like for, for sure. Like my contemporary is still me, but it's like evolved so much. Um, yeah. So I think it's really important. Like if you're working on the craft of choreography to practice just dancing first and creating that language with yourself and your body before creating the choreography and placing it on other bodies. So yeah, I agree with Saji. Daniel, shout out Daniel. This is Aaron's friend, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Daniel says, sometimes trying isn't good enough. You just have to fucking do it. Oh man, you guys already know how I am about this kind of stuff. I'm, listen, I'm all for like positive reinforcement. Feel like go with what you feel, like all of that, right? But I'm also like very tough love, get it done type of biatch, okay? Like sometimes you're not going to feel like going to the gym. You're not going to feel like going to the class. That was me all week. I didn't feel like doing shit. We had a short week. We had a holiday this week. I just wanted to chill and keep it going. No, baby, we got goals. Get up, get it done. You can't try. You got to just do it. Also, I want to say that when you put that in your head, like I'm just going to try to go to class, it leaves room for you to dick around or like if you're like, I'm going to try to work with the camera this week. I'm going to try to audition more. I'm going to try to network. When you say try, it's like diet bullshit, like it's diet bullshit. And I really want you to understand that. Take the tryout. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to the class. I'm going to network. I'm going to audition. It put that put that pressure on yourself. You can take a little bit more pressure than you think that you can. And then here's 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 where you practice grace. If go full ass, attempt the do. Okay. If you fall short, you tried your best and give yourself grace. Okay. But if you say try, I'm gonna try. Mm, it just leave that gray area. Take that gray area out. Get that get that gray area out my face. Okay. You got to go full ass. So I agree with Daniel. Daniel, thank you. That was a great one. Uh, you cannot try. You just got to fucking do it. Period. Trisha. Trisha says, know your why. It, look, if another person is telling you to know your why, just like go ahead and go ahead and get a piece of paper out. Your little notebook that we use. Write that down. Write your why down. Highlight it. and And then like, Keep, keep it in your pocket or something. P- put it up on your wall, okay? The second person is telling you to know your why. So important, okay? So thanks, Trisha. Heather. Heather says, put your phone down sometimes. I like this one. And I think uh, when we had Cece on the show, um, she was talking about it's, it's about being present. Um, and not even just dance class. This is just all the time. You know, and I have to regulate myself. Sometimes I catch myself scrolling or, you know, I was doing so good. I was doing so good off of TikTok and I relapsed. Ugh, I relapsed. I don't know. I think it was a holiday. I just blame everything on the holiday. Um, but there's this like a type of like presence that we just don't get anymore. I sound like an old head. I sound like an old head because we're always on that damn phone. And I really... I really do think it's so important. Like I'm such a hypocrite because when I have kids, I I always say my kids are getting no screen time. Sorry. Like it just is what it is. Go touch some grass. But like also I need to apply that to myself. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, if if you don't think your phone makes a huge difference on your mood. Wow. Like I would love to. I'm going to do some digging on the studies of you know, messing with your phone all day and like what it's doing to your dopamine receptors and your eyes and all of that. But um, 
Yeah, get off your phone. Be present. Do the, I've been doing the, the, the six things you can see, the five things you can hear, or the four things you can touch, the three things you can smell, or whatever, whatever, all your senses. And um, just like checking in with like my surrounding, like look at something new. Like sometimes I'll be on a walk and I'm like, what's something that we haven't looked at before? Like just stimulate, stimulate your brain in those kind of ways. Like the phone can't be good for you. You know what I mean? So thank you, Heather. That was a beautiful one. Uh, Heather actually had some more, um, some more advices for us. So advices. She says, the potential you see in others is a reflection of your own. Oh, I like this one too, because I know, I know guys, I know, I know, I know. I know when we look around, we see other people and we're like, damn, they're so good. Oh, why can't I just be like that? Why can't this? Oh, look at them. They make it look so easy. This and that. I got it. I know how it is. But you have to understand like everybody's different. And I always make fun of my sister for saying this, but it's so fucking true. Everyone's different, guys. Everyone is different. Everyone has their own superpowers. So what's yours? You know what I mean? And um, if you go way back to like episode two, I think I do this. I do this exercise with you guys where ask your friend, friend, what what do you what's like the first thing you notice about my dancing? And they're going to tell you, oh, dude, you're sharp, you're clean and you're bold. Like, do you know? Hey, friend, give me like three words to describe me as a dancer, as an artist, as a choreographer. Boom, boom, boom. That's your special power. Nobody else has that combination but you. Nobody else does. And when you're able to look at somebody else and be like, damn, they're so good at this. They would be so good if they just did this, this, and this. It is true. We're all just mirrors of each other. So when you look at somebody like that, you really, that's how you feel about yourself. And that's some deep shadow work shit. Because if you're looking at people and you're like, this, this, and this, girl, like you got shit to say, what are you saying to yourself? Don't say that to yourself. Um, easier said than done. I already know. I got it. I know. I, I, I feel it too. And there's days when I'm like more receptive to it than others. Yes, we're all a work in progress, right? But um, that is another one that you either want to um, write on your mirror or on your hand, <laughs> something like that to remind yourself because the more that you're putting these reminders in your head, the more it's going to become automatic. That's how affirmations work, right? Didn't we talk about that a couple episodes again? Um, it's, it's a automatic thing, but it doesn't come automatic. You need to tell yourself the, the, what you see in others is a reflection of what you see in yourself. So thank you, Heather. Uh, Heather had another one for us. Girl, you was on fire. She said, do not skip your warm ups. In fact, do a warm up before you are, before your collective class warm up. Yo. I, I can't even tell you how real this was. And um, we've talked about this before. You have to warm up before class. I know that the teacher warms us up, but I'm going to let you know right now as someone um, who has, has injuries that I'm working with, um, I sit for work in really fucked up positions, um, cocking my head all day, working on y'all's teeth. Um, the warm up's crucial, literally crucial, core. You need to hit the core. You need to warm up the spine. You need to warm up the hips. Like, and like, I'll take class. Like, I'll, I've taken class like yesterday and I was like, just jumped in. I was running late. You know how it is. I was running late and I was like, I'll just warm up. I know she warms us up good, right? Yes, she did. Did a great job. She did her job, right? Um, and I didn't perform bad, but shit was hurting. Mm-hmm. And um, I know my range. I know my range of mobility in my hip, in my right hip. So when I'm doing stuff, you know, yeah, sure, you might be able to not tell, right? I hide it well. But I can tell. I can tell. There's videos that I've posted that I'm like, oh, my hip was hurting. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't foam roll before class. Or I'm like, damn, my spine was spining because I foam rolled before class. You know what I mean? And it's just if you want to perform to your top quality and if you want to perform for a long time up until your ripe ages, 
you have to take care of your body. That's probably going to be an upcoming episode about taking care of your body as a dancer because it's it's important. If you don't want an injury, if you want to dance a long time, you have to. We just have one of those careers where you have to take care of your body. Like you can't even afford not to. Um, but yeah, super important. Warm up before they even warm up. Just just go ahead and do it. And the last one that Heather had for us. Thank you so much, Heather. She's just a beacon of knowledge. A beacon of knowledge. <laughs> Corny. She says, use body positive language when speaking to yourself and others. An example, this is my dominant leg instead of this is my bad leg. I like this too because your body's always listening to you. Isn't there, isn't there a book about that? Like, well, I don't know what the book is about. Let's not, let's not reference things we don't know, friend. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is important to, to talk that kind of positivity into your body. Um, rubbing, I like to rub my legs and be like, you did a good job. Knees, you're doing so good. Thank you so much. Like just when I'm getting like down on myself, I'm like, wait, hold up. My body woke up at fucking five. My body went and had eight patients today. My body came home. I fed it. You know, it's, 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 I'm intermittent fasting. So it's running on that. It's, it's, it's getting all ready for class. It's doing crunches. And then I'm going to class doing a great job. And I want to be upset that I didn't do this, this, and this or something. You know what I mean? Like girl, your body, you woke up, you can move. Okay. Your legs not hurting. There was like a month or a couple months ago, your leg, you woke up and you couldn't even walk because your leg was hurting. Why don't you be grateful? Talk to your leg with kindness. Thank you, leg. Thank you, arms. Okay. Thank you, core. Like seriously, talk to your body. Have that relationship with your body. I know it sounds corny get off of my back. I know it sounds corny, but seriously, you have to, you have this, you get one body guys. You get one fucking body. You have to take care of it. Love it. I've been loving my body. I've been like, oh, my body doing a good job. <laughs> Ooh, Akila. I hope I'm saying Akila. Akila. Akila says, learn the history of the dance over learning. Learning the history of the dance over learning the dance. Ooh, bars. Let me tell you something. I. It's so important to learn to learn histories of certain styles. Um, I'm not deep in the culture, but like Afrobeats and like those kind of styles, there is it's rooted in like their history. You know what I'm saying? Each style is rooted in, in some sort of history. Modern is rooted in some sort of history in some history ballet like hip-hop like even when i go to hip-hop classes like some of the teachers i take with are like nah you guys are getting the choreography but you don't get the you don't get the the feeling behind it because you guys don't know where it's coming from like hip-hop didn't originate in the studio do you know what i mean the stew and i'm like you know what that is so true like i i need to like i feel like i'd be feeling like i need to like get into the the culture for real the the history for real so then I can dance it for real. Do you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, the, any movement that you do, whether it's ballet, tap, jazz, modern, house, anything. Like it all has a story. If you just go in there and just learn the steps, it's just steps. There's no feeling. Um, I had this discussion with one of my clients. Shout out Fiona. Um, where... We were talking about like some of the first heels dancers were actually burlesque dancers. And a lot of people don't even be like learning anything about burlesque you know what i'm saying and um you really just got to know the history it's so important you guys be a smart dancer too you know what i mean like appreciate if you love an art if you truly appreciate an art you should want to know everything about it um and it's like free knowledge google google's free <laughs> i hate when people say that to my face google's free it is. It is, though. Honestly, if you want to know something about where a dance is originating from, do some Googling um, and like, yeah, it's just put the, you know, you and you can even take a class. I remember at college I had to take dance history classes. I loved it. Um, it I mean, I think it was specific to modern styles. So um, we were learning all those. But yeah, it's 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 important. So you can really get the whole picture, the feeling, the story behind it. So. Learn the history before you learn the dance. 
All right. So CC, hi, CC. CC says, don't compare and stay on your growth and your path. Mm, yep. Absolutely. 110%. Don't compare your journey. Look, if you keep looking over there, you can't focus on what's going on over here. You got to focus on yourself. And I, like I said, I know it's easier said than done, but you have to parent yourself. You have to parent yourself. What would you tell like five-year-old you? Mm, I've been doing that lady lately. What would I tell five-year-old latte? Don't worry about how fast they're going, how slow they're going. Don't worry about what they're doing, what their style looks like. Don't worry about what their, their path. What are you doing and how can we better what you got going on? That's what you need to be doing for yourself. You cannot worry about any other, any other journey. No one's journey looks the same. It's your relationship with your own self and your own dance and movement. You cannot, you can look at others for inspiration, but don't get too far off track. Get right back on track and worry about your own lane. Love the lane that you're in. No one does it like you, baby. No one. Serafina Wonderlust, hi girl. She says, don't dance in the front if you are a new student slash new to the style. <laughs> this one's funny. Okay, so two, two sides of this, okay? One, if you are new and you're dancing in front, I'm very proud of you. I love the confidence. You go get them, Tiger. Okay, I got you. Um, number two, I do think there is a time and place when it's important to pull it back a little and watch. Pull it back a little and um, observe read the room as they say um it's totally it, it, like and i know people stand in front for different reasons like i can't see okay cool cool maybe like line two maybe line three like i'd be standing like right behind the teacher but like two rows back you know what i'm saying so i'm like not in the front but i'm in, i can see perfectly fine do you know what i'm saying so give yourself you know the advantage of being able to see but it might if you're completely new it might be a little it might be advantageous to step back just a little bit so you can see how other people are hitting shit. Do you know what I'm saying? How other people are doing a certain step. And okay, okay, so I I get that swag. Okay, and she's doing this. Okay. Oh, okay, so they, they do it like this. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important to be a... Um, an observer you know what i'm saying it doesn't make you any less of a dancer just because you got to scoot you back a little bit um and i think that's very important now as a if you're a more advanced dancer and you see someone doing this i don't think it's your place to tell them to scooch to the back i think as an advanced dancer you should be respectful and give yourself the challenge of the extra distraction. Now, that's just my little take on it. You don't have to do what you do, what you want to do. But if someone is like new and they're standing in front of me and it's very distracting, I use that as an opportunity to learn, to kind of try to deal with the distraction. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be professional or what? Like this is class. It's for everybody. They played $20 just like I paid $20. My $20 is no better than anybody else's $20 for me to be telling them to get to the back. Okay. So if you're a more advanced dancer, give the new dancers grace. And like I said, you don't got to take my advice. You don't have to do anything. But I'm just saying what I do. Take, uh, give them some grace. Use it as a chance to test your um, your attention. Really, everything's a test. Life is a test. This is, oh, this is how I deal with everything, to be honest. I'd be like, how can I get through this in a non-confrontational way? <laughs> Life is a test. You're going to be tested. People are going to stand in front of you. They don't know what they're doing. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and if you're that person standing in front, that's fine. Do you? But it would be maybe advantageous to scoot you back, read the room, and just catch a vibe. Okay. And then you can go back to the front. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh, Pete from 88, who is Pete anyway, he says, someone being better than you is not a threat. You are still deserving and no less valuable. Oh, my God. That's one of my um, newer favorites affirmations right now. Like the... The art that I can contribute is so valuable. My art that I can contribute, my say, my perception on the art is so valuable. Because you are, especially here in LA, oh my God, so everyone's so amazing. 
Everyone's amazing. Not only are they dancers, they're singers, they're models, they're actors. They're ever, they're so fucking amazing. They're so talented. And guess what? You're always going to be around somebody better. Better. And if you're the best, guess what? You're not going to be the best forever. Mm-mm, no, no. Um, and that's a good thing. You're going to use that as inspiration. Okay. You're not going to take it as, oh, shit, I'm not number one. Okay. That would be boring anyways. What's the, is lonely at the top or something? I don't know what Drake says. Um, but you're no less deserving, Pete says. He says you're no less deserving. You're no less valuable. And you got, you got to really let that sink in. You have to let that sink in. It doesn't matter what level they're on. If they're on level 16 and you're on level four, that's fine. You still have stuff to contribute because you have your own experience with life and your own experience with dance and movement. So look at these people, get the inspiration you need and, and, and know in your heart you can also contribute value in that way in whatever way that you choose to bring. But if you spend too much time looking at other people, you're never gonna find that value in yourself. You have to have that value and know that value in yourself before before you can even bring it to the table for other people. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you have to find that for yourself. Believe it. Feel it. And then pull up to the table with these people. So I agree. Um, Let's see. Sabrina. What's up, girl? Sabrina says, do not allow anyone to make you feel less than. No matter if they're another dancer or instructor. They could be projecting. Ooh, I love that she threw instructor out there <laughs> because like dancers, I feel like, um, you know, we're on the same like playing field, but there's definitely instructors out there that be having bad days. Okay. There's instructors out there that teach for the wrong reasons. There's instructors out there that, um, may not have the best interests for you. And that's just what it is. Like that's life and that's the world. You know what I'm saying? I would love to say that everybody is just so loving and caring, but they're not. Okay. And your job as an individual is to protect yourself and do what's right for you. And, um, you know, the way I like to go through life is I give people the benefit of the, of the doubt, but the minute you do something where I clock you and I got to protect myself first, that doesn't mean I'm going to like be rude or mean or whatever, but, um, someone could be projecting and you have to understand that has nothing to do with you. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, disconnect yourself from like the emotions maybe that they're, that they're giving off or, you know, you're picking up from them. You know, I feel like as dancers, we're intuitive. So we might feel those things. Um, and don't take it personally because shit, someone could be having a bad day. Maybe, I don't know, they got kicked out of the apartment. Maybe their dog ran away. I don't, maybe they had a really shitty shift. You really have no idea. You have no idea what people will be going through. But don't don't take what they're saying or what they're doing or how they're acting and and let that, you know, place any value on you, okay? Because they could be going through their own shit and you just keep that over there at arm's distance. Doesn't mean you have to be rude or anything back or this or that, but just you keep it there to protect yourself, okay? And um, like Sabrina said, it could be even an instructor. It really could be. Um, it could be a doctor. It could be a lawyer. It could be It could be a police officer. It could be anybody of higher authority than you. It could be anybody, anybody in the world. But you really have to just look at people and just understand that everyone's a normal fucking human. And we're all susceptible to our own um, anguish and grief and anger and you know, bad thoughts, we, we can all fall victim to that. And so the minute you start realizing that people are just operating on a, a level of selfishness, <laughs> then you can start uh, realizing that everything that people do is not for you or because of you or aimed at you. And so that's why no one will ever mess up my day because if someone is rude to me like my patients or my manager or a dancer I'm just kind of like all right they must be going through it that has nothing to do with me later like <laughs> but you really have to keep that distance and it sucks I I, I wish the world was a warm and fluffy pl place but 
I think we all know that it's not, you know, so I think it's important to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of boundaries, even with your family. Like your family could be the ones making you trying to make you feel less than or projecting. Right. I think we most of us have experienced that and um, can't take it personal. You really can't. And they might even try to make it personal. And you really have to just disconnect and just keep it at arm's distance and let them work through their own shit. It just is what it is. So thank you, Sabrina. Iris dot Saray. Iris. She says, don't let fear stop you from achieving what you want. Ooh, another bars. You could be scared as shit. And still do something. Oh, I know. Shocking. Um, You could be scared shitless. There's been so many times that I was scared. Scared. Just, just, just shaking. About to have a panic attack even. Oh, my God. Every time before we film, I don't know what it is. I'd be like having like just a mini panic attack just real quick. Um, And then I try to. I tried to transform that um, energy into excitement, right? Because the same, you get the same kind of fight or flight uh, feeling, right? Before a roller coaster. And that's fun. Or before like a concert or like um, a big date or just like something positive, right? So when I have these experiences that are like, fuck, I'm going into an audition. Um, I'm about to film like i'm doing it solo something like that i try to be like woo like oh, sorry i know that was loud guys i'm working on i'm working on not being um jarring <laughs> um i'd be like whoa and like here we go like this is gonna be so much fun like gaslight yourself you guys already know um so try to transcribe transcribe transfer those those emotions of fear into excitement and never let that feeling back you out of doing something you guys already know how i feel about feelings how i feel about feelings um they're they don't mean shit they don't i mean like or like feelings are not a good reason not to do something it's just not i woke up and i just was scared so i didn't go to class and okay (laughs) so like no one cares how you feel okay you you do it anyways if that was their plan to do it if your plan was to, you know, go to a class and get called out or go to a class and um, try to go to that audition or, um, you know, submit to an agency, whatever. Like, why? If you're scared, you still need to do it. You're going to be scared. So just accept the fear and work with it. Try to transcribe that energy. It's not transcribe. What is the word? Transcend? I can't remember. You get the, you get the drift. Uh, Anna Banana, hey girl, she says, it's okay to let your body rest. If anything, that's what it needs to become better. Again, I cannot stress the importance of taking care of your body. Thanking your body. Let your body chill, bro. You make your body do a lot, okay? Um, Let your body rest. A lot of times when I'm hitting a plateau or I think I am, and I'm like, dude, I'm not getting better, like, I just need to like sleep. <laughs> I need to sleep. I need to get a massage. Like I have a massage book this weekend. I'm so excited. I need to get a massage, do an ice bath. Oh God. All those kind of things. Just relax a little. And I feel so much better. Um, I've been ch- not chilling, but I've been slowing down a little bit on the classes I take per day. Like there were like last month I was taking like three classes per per day every single day and my hamstring was flaring up you guys know I have this injury that I'm working with and it was like really unhappy it was so unhappy I was having a hard fucking time and then this month I've taken a different approach where I'm just like kind of intuitive taking classes and taking different styles of classes and investing in like privates and like good quality privates that like stretch you out and um resting just just Taking around if I want to lay in bed, I'm fucking laying in bed. You know what I'm saying? And hamstring, it's like it's like 70% healed again. Like I feel like not like I did before, but way more healed than last month. And all I needed to do was rest. Like give myself a little break. Um if you are one that tends to do a lot, like I do, 
um schedule schedule in the rest days like on your calendar right i literally write in rest day and i don't do anything that day um i think it's important to be intentional so then that way you don't feel like fuck i'm falling behind you know what i'm saying because i know how it is like you go and you go and you go you get burnt out you get you know upset with yourself and then you go harder you get burnt out it's a cycle so if you put things in place to break that cycle you're not going to feel burnt out by friday and then have to fuck off all of your um progress saturday sunday monday you know what i'm saying so schedule in the rest days so that you know that you have designated days where you're resting your body um and be and give yourself give yourself uh, grace and and tell yourself how much you love your body how how grateful you are for your body for working so hard for you your body works so hard thank you legs <laughs> Rosie, hey girl, Rosie, my girl, she says, focus on creating your own movement rather than looking exactly like the teacher or the person next to you. Shout, I, I know that's right, Rosie. Listen, um, I'm a recovering perfectionist, recovering, okay, because we have, I have relapses sometimes, um, and I'm learning this actually in uh, hip hop. That's why I love hip hop so much. Um, not that other styles are not like this, but I feel like hip hop's so much more like, it's like more expression. Like you guys know, I come from a, I come from a ballet background and, um, it's very much, um, clean and it's very precise, especially Chiquetti. Oh my God. Chiquetti is dancing. Like they say it's dancing in a straight jacket. That's literally what I did my entire childhood. So when I go to hip hop class sometimes or I go to, yeah, this is pretty much hip hop. This happens. I go to hip hop and I watch other people and I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> and the choreographer is like, yeah, I like how they put themselves in it. And da, da, da. and I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that, <laughs> which is so ridiculous because, yeah, like I, I get it. And I'm just like, so now what do the, the cool kids call it? Choices. Yeah, it's the choices. So when I'm going to class and I'm taking class, I'm like, oh, OK, so how am I hitting this? Like, how would I like the choreography? Yes. But like, how do, how does latte hit the choreography? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's my choice? And so it's really hard because I see, I see people hitting choices left and right. And I'm like, damn. Okay. Whoa. Um, and, but it, you have to practice, you know what I'm saying? You don't just like wake up one day and you got like mad style. You know what I mean? Like you need to practice little moments. And so I feel like the more I'm doing stuff, I like, break out of my perfection right because I feel like you know getting the choreography is not my main um my main problem right now or my problem usually it's usually like breaking away from the perfection and trying to go and create my own um swag in it and my own like story through it now um which is that's the hard part for me so retention i'm like eh, i got it now uh for the most part most days um but like how do i tell this story like how do i put my little spin on it and that's the way i try to stretch my brain so rosie's absolutely right like and no one's gonna do it like you and no one's going to do it like them. So you watch them say that's cool. Get inspiration and then like do it like you. You know what I'm saying? So shout out Rosie. I 100% agree. That's my that's my girl. Um, and heaven. Hi, heaven. Uh, sh uh, she also says hard, but stop comparing yourself. Keep your eyes open for inspiration to learn from each other, though. Mm, exactly like drawing on the last the last um piece of advice as well don't compare like and it's hard like we're telling you it's hard <laughs> it's hard don't compare don't compare but definitely keep your eyes out be inspired um i know during groups like when everyone's going in groups right oh man like i just want to like zone out in the mirror and like do my own thing and focus on trying to get the choreo down that's great, but then you're missing all the opportunities to see how people freaked that. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like lately, um, I've just been taking classes with a different mindset. But when it comes to when it comes to watching groups or your groups are going, 
I'd be watching now. Like I, I'm just, I'm more like, fuck it. I'm going to trust my body. If I don't know it by now, I don't know it. Like, I'm not going to stress myself out. Like doing it to the mirror a thousand times is not going to fix anything. Um, but I'm going to watch other people and see how, and really see their musicality and see how they hit things. Um, and see how they breathe and see how they, um, are more grounded or things like that. Um, see their facials are they more relaxed are they more aggressive are they hitting things are they smooth um and getting inspiration like that and not comparing but getting inspiration um and it's hard because you know sometimes you see someone that's completely different from you and you're like damn i like them i like how they hit that damn i suck you know but it's not that and somebody else is also looking at you look at i know you're no they're not yes they are fucking are someone is looking at you and they're saying the same thing they're like damn i like how she hits that like she's so cool she's hitting this this way she's doing that but if you're so focused on damn i suck and not finding out what works for you you can't give inspiration to other people because you're gonna be stuck you're gonna be stuck so it's hard don't compare but definitely keep your eyes open for inspiration thanks heaven Fiona, that's my girl, Fiona. Hey, girl. She says, if one wants to create stars, one must be willing to let them be seen. Ah, I like this because um, in two aspects. So one, as a student, um, you're like, oh, I don't want to I don't want to pop out and be so good. Right. Like i used to you guys please don't laugh at me oh my god okay so i can't sing at all right like at all and when i was younger like i in my head i was like i'm gonna be a singer it's just like a matter of time guys i don't even sing like i really don't know i thought i was gonna be a pop star like this was age like five or six i don't know and i remember being like i can't i can't sing like they're gonna know how good i am like like family parties or like karaoke or like in front of my parents like i'd be like i don't want to sing because it's going to be a rap. Like, it's... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'd be like, I don't want to sing because it's going to be a rap. Like, after that, like, I'm just too good. And, like, it's going to be a pathway to fame. Like, in my head, you guys. And, um... Uh, oh, fuck. Where was I going with this? <laughs> um, Yeah. So, anyways, I was afraid to, like, sing. And I don't even like singing. But, um... I, I was afraid to be seen. I was afraid to be seen. And I feel like even sometime, like when I first started dancing, before I was even really, maybe I'm just delusional. What the hell? Um, when I first started dancing as a student, like as a student, um, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to be in the front. Like if I, if I pop out, like everyone's going to know it's a wrap. I'm so good. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I know I'm not the only one with this delusional mindset, but like, Sometimes I'd be like, oh, I don't want to like outshine everyone. But here's the thing about that. I think you should. I think you should because in my case, sometimes I need to be humbled so that I could get the gravity of the situation and get better. How about that? Sometimes I need to be like, no, let me go full out right now so that I could see that my full out is not as full out as I thought it was. So then I can become better. Um, so that's that's something that I... I struggle with my my Delulu. I'm Delulu, you guys. I love living life Delulu. I think there's many benefits to being Delulu. Um, so go ahead. Show them stars, baby. Show the people what you got. Because off in the off chance that you are actually really fucking amazing, bro, there you have it. That's that there you go. We we saw you've been you've been um you've been seen, you've been discovered. So never be afraid to, to just show out in the most, in the most, in the most way, just be the most because people are going to love it. And, and, and the off chance and the other off chance that you aren't as cool or as good as you thought, Hey, learning opportunity. We love a learning opportunity. Be humble. You know what I'm saying? Um, so two, two to that. Uh, now, secondly, 
as an instructor. So um, sometimes when I go to class, um, I'm in my instructor mindset where I'm like, I'm just going to be in the back. I don't want to, you know, show my stars because I'm in the back. Or even if if maybe you're not an instructor, but you're like, I I'm just I'm just here taking class, you know, from the back. You guys be good. Do your thing. Hold down the front like I get it. But here's what I say to that. Um, You need to inspire others and others need to see you and be inspired by you. I don't care. I don't care. You need to. Um, Sometimes you need to show out because people need to be inspired by you. Like, why are you holding back? So when I get into that, I'm like, ah, shit. Damn it. I thought about it. Okay. I actually need to be in front. Sorry. I need to put myself in the front right now because I need to inspire others. I need to pick the energy up. I need to this or that or whatever the reasoning may be. But you really you really need to think of it as you have the responsibility to share your talents and your art and your stars. You know what I'm saying? So um, if you if you want to create stars, you need to let them be seen. Be seen. We want to see you. <laughs> Thanks, Fiona. I says, what's up, girl? She says, stop looking outside for validation. Validate yourself and confidence will come. Ooh, I again, a whole other episode on, on validation. Um, you have to self-validate. Um, you guys just, I just told that story. Like in my head, I'm delusional. I'm amazing. I'm gonna be the next Britney Spears. You can't tell me differently. I validated that for myself, okay? And you really have to have that within yourself. If you have to be delusional, I'm I'm so for the delusion. You guys know I love the ga- gaslight yourself, baby. You have to know that you are the shit through and through, 100%. No one can take that away from you. And you have to tell yourself that. And when people are sleeping on you and not picking you or, you know, not putting you in groups or I don't know, not picking you at the audition or or you're not on the company team or your second string, whatever. You need to just look at that situation and be like, all right, I'm still amazing. So hmm, maybe uh, what could I have changed to like suit your needs? But I know what I bring to the table. I know that I'm good regardless. So I don't know what it was, but you know, and now don't like notice how I said, what can I change, you know, to suit your needs, but I'm the shit, you know, um, because if you want to learn from a, of from an experience where maybe you're not getting chosen for an audition or a certain role or a team or something like that, you do want to learn from it. Like if your goal is to be on the team, you can't just be like, Psh, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm amazing. Um, you have to like, if, if you want to be on that team, you got to look at it from like a very outside uh, perspective and be like okay well what did they need from me in order to fulfill that role okay cool am I willing to sacrifice those things yeah sure um and if I'm not then fuck it do you know what I'm saying so um know that you're the shit validate yourself okay so you have that confidence but at the same time be uh receptive to what different roles and opportunities might need from you and be able to be flexible enough to change that within yourself, but still hold true to your shit. Okay. Hold true to your shit. Don't let people take it away from you. I love that. You have to validate. Be Delulu. (laughs) Hashtag Delulu. Baby J, what's up? Baby J says, speak highly of, speak highly to yourself. No, I can't. No, I don't know if I can do that. It creates a roadblock. Ooh, yes. You, the problem is not a problem until you say it's a problem. It's really not a problem until you say it is a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? Look, are you going to get the choreo? Are you not? You are until you say that you're not. And now you're really not. You know what I'm saying? You have to don't watch how you talk to yourself in class. This happens to me and it's a roller coaster. Um, y'all know I'd be taking with face off child. The first eight count sometimes be taking me out, be taking me out. And I always know that by the end of class, I know it and I'm fine. But like there's like a midpoint in class where I start getting real like 
negative. I'm like, ooh, maybe this is the class. I just don't know anything, which makes no sense. But I really have to like stop and like go get a drink of water. <laughs> Let me go get a drink of water and just be like, okay, calm down. <laughs> calm down is just class. Whether you get this first eight count or not, it's always the first fucking eight count. It don't matter. And why are you letting that take you out? You know what I mean? You have to, I have to give myself like a little pep talk and say, stop talking like that. Yes, you can. And if you don't, what's going to happen? You're going to explode. I don't think so. So just knock it off. You have to parent yourself. Would you let your little, like, would you let five-year-old you talk so negatively to yourself? You wouldn't. So don't let, don't let 20-year-old you do that. Don't let 30-year-old you, 50-year-old you, 100-year-old you do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Talk kindly to yourself. Awesome. Oh, D Dominique got a, a long one for us. Let's see. Dominique says, <clears throat> healthy competition is normal and great motivation, but don't get caught up in comparison. As woo-woo as it sounds, comparison is the thief of joy. I have left class feeling absolutely defeated because I was so caught up in not being as great as the rest of the class. I dance because it makes me happy not to be the best in the class. And I have to remind myself of that. Dominique, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I know so many people can resonate with this really, truly. Um, when we get to class, it becomes like a big comparison. I don't know if it's because we grew up, you know, a lot of us grew up in competition. A lot of us grew in that competitive environment. Dance is a competitive sport. It's just natural, like it's not, you know, it's, it's, it just comes with the territory. That's like saying like soccer is not competitive. Yes, it is. It's a sport. You're competing. That's the point. Um, so it's, it's hard to turn that off sometimes, but, um, if you can use it, you know, as motivation to get better, but then at a, at the same time, understand that. If you come up shorter, you're not the best or you're slower or somebody's better than you, that it's not the end of the world and that you still love dance and that it's still something that fuels you and that you enjoy. It's really important to be able to do that. It's really hard to master that balance. And I think a lot of us go back and forth. Sometimes it's really easy and sometimes we're environment we're in environments where it's really hard. Um, but reminding yourself like sometimes I have to just be like yo I love dancing what is going on like when you get so serious on getting the choreo or looking a certain way or being just as good as so-and-so to your left or whatever getting called out by the teacher you have to be like relax like this is for me like I took myself out to this class right now to have enjoyment to move my body to be grounded to to, to feel, to listen to music and it becomes like this big competition thing. I think um, it's healthier for me at least. Um, the competition thing, if I'm competing with friends, like if I'm in a class and like it's a group of friends and we're like, bitch, watch me get the, oh bitch, watch me get this. Oh, you want to see me get called out with the teacher? Like it's when it's an established banter. Like if you're just in class and you're like, I'm going to be better than this bitch. Like, that's weird <laughs> to me personally. I don't know what you do. That's what you do, baby. Um, but if you're just like in your head, like, I'm going to be better. I'm going to get called out. I'm going to do this. I don't think that's good. I think that's setting yourself up for false confidence and for um, fleeting confidence. Okay, you were good this time. And what about it? Um. But if it's a if it's banter and it's established banter, like you're there with your friend, like if I'm in class with Brenda and we're like, bitch, drop that ass. Who could drop it lower? It's funny and it's like fun competition, right? Um, so get out of your head. Stop. Don't compete in your head. It's not a competition if you're doing it in your head. Okay. It's just like negative self-talk and stuff. So and projecting. So um, make sure that it's truly the type of competition that's fun and engaging. Like you guys know, I told that story with me and my girl from um, back home where, you know, we were both going out. I, I, I got a solo and my bitch, she, she took my solo. 
okay she was she was better and we joked about it <laughs> and we worked on it at home together and then um i never got it back <laughs> and it was funny and it was like just not that deep but if it was something that like i was in my head about and i'm like oh i'm gonna be better than her i'm gonna get this solo and then she took my solo i would be hurt obviously you know what i'm saying so um make sure that uh it's established in your brain this is healthy competition right now this is fun okay and not like this is competition this is do or fucking die like whoa that's a little crazy you know what i'm saying so really back remember that you having fun you like dancing per uh fiona hey girl she had another one for us she said "Ooh, i like this one the formula is only as successful as the output if the output is low it's time to go back to the drawing board Ooh, what's that quote about uh, doing the same thing a million times and expecting different results. It's insanity or something along those lines very much. Um, yeah, like if you, and this is me, I'm constantly readjusting. I, for Q4, baby, we got a, we scrapped the old plan and we're on a new a plan, <laughs> a pathway. Same goal. Just a whole different trying to do it, okay? And um, because you have to constantly redress. And like I, I like to, I said Q four because I like to do it in in uh, increments of you know whatever Q one, Q two, Q three, Q four. Um, because you need to give yourself enough time to see if the plan is actually working. Like write your plan out, execute it. Does it work? No. Let's change it, you know. But you need to give yourself enough time. Like one week is not enough time. Let me do this new workout at the week at the gym for two weeks and like see if I have abs. Um, is that realistic? Maybe not. Like if you're a psycho, maybe. But if it's like probably not. So like a span of like three months, four months, like for something that's very serious and large, I think that's good. I think that's really smart. So, um, as assess your plan and, and guess what? Oh, I don't have a plan. Okay. Well then there you go. You got to get a plan going. You cannot just hope you cannot just want to do something and just like expect that one day you're going to wake up and it's going to happen. It's not, it's not. And I say that in the nicest way possible. You have to go after what you want and nothing is impossible. You just need to tweak your plan. You really do. Anything is fucking possible. I so I'm like on on a level of Kanye West, Delulu. You could do whatever the fuck you want. You just need to have a plan to do it. If you don't have a plan, it's not going to happen. That's that. Uh, Medi, I hope I'm saying this right. Medi says you don't have to take a thousand million classes to become a better dancer. Taking classes is one way to learn, but there's so many other ways. Freestyling, going to clubs, sessions with friends, watching movies are all ways to become a better dancer. Um, life experience, baby. That has really made me such a better dancer. And I've said this before, like I physically um, probably was dancing so much more in my you know, early 20s, 18, 19, um, six hours a day, eight hours a day. And I'm a way better dancer now. Dance circles around 18 year old me. Just the amount of maturity and the level of confidence I have in my movements. Um, I just am so much more of a better dancer um, because I have life experience and I have experience from um, you know, stopping dance and missing dance and loving dance and hating dance. And that's why you have to, you have to, it dance is not just in the classroom. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's at the club. Like, you know, when teachers would be like, Oh, uh, I'm going to give you an eight count to freestyle. Just pretend you're in the club. Girl, if you ain't never been to a club, you don't, if you ain't never been in the section, you ain't never been in the section with the ballers throwing the money. You don't know what that's like. You don't have to dance like that. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go through, you got to go through some shit. You got to really live your life and then draw on those experiences. Um, 
you know, if you're doing a sexy piece, like Aaron, I always tell her, I'm like, you know, I was thinking about you in class. <laughs> like I be thinking about my husband, we doing something sexy or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like you have to have these experiences to draw upon. Watch movies, watching movies. When I first moved here, I started binge watching all the dance movies on Netflix just to just to catch a vibe. You know what I'm saying? And see what's a possibility, you know, so um, dance is everywhere. Oh, that's so corny to dance is everywhere. It really is, though. I don't care how corny I am. <laughs> dance is literally everywhere. And um, you can get that that inspiration and that experience from everything if you look at it that way. So don't just think you got to be in the class like all day, every day, because that's expensive. And um, there's just more joyful. There's other ways that are joyful that you could be becoming a better dancer. Um, beautiful. So we got through all of the uh, pieces of advice that you guys sent in. So I'm going to leave you with one of my most favorite, most favorite, favorite, favorite coveted piece of advice from myself. And it is do not get attached to any outcomes. You never know what better things life has in store for you. And this is just 110 freaking percent. Um, you could want to do this, 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 and this. You could want to dance for Drake and get signed and be on Broadway, okay? And if you never do any of those things, but you choreograph for Nicki Minaj and you go on tour with Cardi B and all other things like are you going to be depressed no you still had such an amazing dance career you still touched so many people you still did this and you still did that if you get so attached to the outcome and what you think that everything is supposed to look like at the end it's only setting yourself up for sadness because nothing is ever 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 turned out how you wanted it think about anything that you've ever wanted did it turn out exactly no never never and you could plan to a t bro psycho like besides what i planned my entire wedding entire wedding planned it to a t i was like i know exactly the layout everything okay did not look anything like how i planned it because it turned out better oh my wedding um but dance is the same way like you really could plan everything to a t and have a whole plan and you want to do this and that and um and, and it's not going to turn out anything. <laughs> but if you are open to all the other amazing things that it brings you, you're going to be such a happy person. I never thought I would have a podcast. This is the most random shit. I used to make fun of people with podcasts. And now I just like love it because I get to talk about dance. It makes me happy. I'm so consistent with it. It makes me, it's such a cool way for me to meet other dancers and artists. So I'm so excited of what other things will turn out with it. I have no expectations for this either. So, um, but I love it. It's my baby. And um, yeah, so just be open to what life brings you because life is going to bring you cool shit, man, if you're just open to it. But all right, you guys, that's what I have for you this week. Um, make sure you send this over to a dancer, artist, or athlete that can use a little bit of advice in their life. Um, remember, I'm still giving you guys shout outs because I just, I'm so grateful that you guys tune in every single week. Leave me a five-star rating, a like, a share, a comment, review, please. And um, I will give you a shout out on the next episode. And I hope you guys have a great week, okay? We going into the weekend here and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.